0: Howdy. This is Sylvan Lukew. He is joining us for the inaugural uh, People I like Games interview series, a portrait
1: of Sylvan. Welcome to the show. Bless, bless, bless. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for
0: coming on. Uh, and you have a new project out today, uh, Young Sylvan Part One. So congratulations, first and foremost. Thank you.
1: I appreciate that so much, man.
2: Yo, well, Part A solid, super solid very music. Strong.
1: Amen. You hey, hey. uh, cool. know.
2: On, on, on part one, Clam Chowder was the one for me. Absolutely. The, the, the beat just went, just went. I mean, I
1: like I
0: liked Young Sylvan because I was like, you know, it had, it had that aggression to it and you know, but nice guys lay low because that's how it's gotta be. So funny enough, now it's been <clears throat> two years since your last release, you had done Apologies in advance in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. And since then, you've obviously evolved and grown as an artist with what your new project's showing. Uh, what sort of influences, uh, help, you know, or did you take in during that time period to help you grow either musically,
1: lyrically, sonically, whatever the case may be? Um, man, uh, is the funny thing is, man, it's, I think it's actually been like three years. uh um, oh, wow. Yeah. Now that I think about it, um, I, I think, man, uh, I, number one, being in LA for sure. Like I, I moved to LA in 2017 and apologies in advance. I was actually working on maybe like in Oakland slash maybe uh, a little bit in uh, a little bit in Miami, but moving to LA was definitely one of the major benefactors of a lot of the music that I recorded for Young Sylvan. Um, And then number two, I would say, just kind of going through the fire, like apologies was like I, I make music very much based off of like trial and experience. So mm-hmm. apology, all my all my bodies of music, kind of come from a space of what I'm going through at the time and trying to find solace and uh, therapy through it. And so apologies was very much like identifying that I need uh, some type of intervention, like I need to identify problems that I have and try to face them as clearly as possible. But with Young Sylvan, it was about emotion. And I think that's like the perfect follow up, which is like, yeah, you can identify what you're going through, but then at the end of the day, you have to go through it. You got to go through the fire. And um, that's what like Young Sylvan is really all about. It's really like taking all of that childhood trauma, pent up aggression, anger, resent i was
0: i was just going to use that word where i was going to say you know when in apologies in advance you know as you were saying dealing with those emotions and you know i read a lot of your prior interviews like dealing with the, with those things in an honest way as you said you were building up to it then following the release of it now that you've dealt with it right what's the next step right it's sort of like now that you have this sort of maybe panto progression how did that evolve into the music is it going through the fire you know hardens the shell a little bit and so now that you've dealt with those emotions you can keep them in place and you can sort of move more into an aggressive version of rap or how does that come about
1: i think it's more purging um mm-hmm. like i That's i, I, I it. yeah i go through like my phases you know i mean i'm human so i'm never gonna feel one way forever um 100%. i always need a reason to do what i do like I'm, re- I'm a reason-based artist like i'm never gonna do anything without a reason and so like, I wasn't angry for a long time. and then all of a sudden, or I'm not gonna say I wasn't angry. i I didn't identify with the emotion of anger or or resentment or frustration or or um aggression for a while. Um and then over the past three years, all of a sudden it was like, oh wow, it's here it is. So yeah, you know it it was kind of like I, I'd honestly say it's probably the easiest body of music I've made. So i didn't really go in saying oh this is what i'm gonna make mm-hmm. i really just was making music i was just making like two three records a day and then okay. we Shaw and you know we woke up one day like two or three weeks into it and we we're like yo i think this thing is done mm-hmm. and that's what it was it was literally like just a, a full body of music and as you, yeah
0: as you record the song sort of like that where you're like hey i'm, I'm having the emotion i'm gonna go play it on the track right How do you then compile, say, you know, you'll have 50 different emotions over the time and you'll record 50 different types of songs. How do you synthesize it into a singular
1: body of work with a
0: narrative or theme?
1: Um, I'm very story driven. So I think it's just about trying to align sequence of events that have happened in my life with the emotions that I've displayed on records. And also trying to figure out what I want to get across, how I want uh, the listener to feel, Uh, paying attention to how i'm feeling when i'm listening to the music i think and then also getting opinions from the people that i trust Mm -hmm. Uh, so my objective was to go in here and say all right we're gonna make music and we're gonna see what happens um very open and free as opposed to like a lot of my past projects especially apologies it was like okay this is what we're gonna do we're gonna detail everything Mm -hmm. i want to leave space for things to happen so it was like uh do first, think later. As opposed to my last project, it was like, think first, do later. Mm-hmm. You, know? you set it up as sort of like an open world game, which is gonna bring us
0: into the gaming sphere. So what uh, what games have you been playing lately? Are you playing anything right now, you know, with all the music coming out as well? Um, I'm actually trying to catch up.
1: I know I'm very late, but I'm trying to catch up Um, on God of War 4. i trying. And that's, that's what I I've been need... trying to get Demo to do.
2: He's been trying to, so I played a little bit on PS4, I got, PS, I got PS5 recently, and uh, honestly, like, the storage on it is just so shitty that, like, I'm like, oh, man, the new Call of Duty update's going to fuck up my ability to keep God of War on here, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, because that new season drops next week, and I'm like, am I going to have to delete God of War? So I've been meaning to play. Uh, I, I want to catch up with that too, but it's an awesome game.
1: Yeah, man. I, I think the God of War series in general is incredible i'm a very big story person so Mm -hmm. it just catches me right in but i will say i've been struggling a little bit um -hmm. just just in terms of like uh gameplay Mm -hmm. i haven't been as used to uh this is a completely different approach from one two and three so i've been struggling a little bit with like following through Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um so I'm on God of War 4 and I've been lagging on just beating Kingdom Hearts 3 entirely. I've been lagging on it. I've that's that's both of them they could talk to you about (laughs) I got nothing to say about that game. (laughs) I've been lagging, like I've I haven't been as inspired and I don't know if it's me or if it's the game or if it's it might be the game. It, it might, might be, be the game, game, you know what I mean? Like, just, ah, you can know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't let it rest sometimes and be like maybe something else is on the shelf. I was trying, man, because it meant so it meant so much to me. Um and I followed I, I didn't really follow too many of the, the part series. Like I mean I, I think I did Birth by Sleep and uh Chain of
0: Memories. But you know, he was I mean? probably the one that grows in the so so actually Reggie's got a great question for you on the Kingdom Hearts one. Yeah. Let him.
3: yeah, so um I One of my favorite references, because no one ever talks about it, is you brought up Kingdom Hearts and Jeezy in the same breath uh, on Grateful in Apologies in Advance. Aside from that, there was like a one second audio clip I've heard of any kind of uh, like sample or reference toward Kingdom Hearts. So like, I was just wondering how you coming up being into that kind of media, like, was that was that weird for you were you a, a loser like I was in high school like to me <laughs> when when I when I talked about anime I had like 3 friends that were on it and then everybody else was like shut that shit down yeah um, but like so many of so many of your peers especially coming out of Florida they're all referencing anime video games all the time yeah. so I was wondering like what your experience was like that uh coming up
1: man anime for us and anime for us period was big like from the very beginning and um, I, I attribute a lot, I attribute a lot of that I think to Dragon Ball Z, just because mm-hmm. of how like, popular Toonami was at the time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, of course, if you were into like, if you were in like Cowboy Bebop, if you're, wa- or you're watching Inuyasha, or you know, like any of like the, like the real shit, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like you deep cuts. Yeah, at the time I would say like at the time because you know D- not saying DBZ isn't real. It's like. You know, it's, it's DBZ, but. Yeah, but you know, we're talking about anime, anime, We're like, are yeah. you going to
0: watch Yu Yu Hakusho or are you not?
1: That part, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, if you were into it, you know, you didn't get clowned, but it was just kind of like, ah, oh, cool word, like you knew about it, but you weren't too pressed about it. It wasn't as prominent as it was, is now. But Kingdom Hearts though, um, it depends because at the time um, Final Fantasy was rocking. Mm-hmm. So it was, kind of, it, it was kind of like a, I think if you gained really hard, you might've gotten clowned a little bit. Just because I, I remember 2 Kingdom Hearts was like heavily Disney Channel pushed. Yeah. Exactly,
0: especially because that was the Final Fantasy X time and everyone's like, yo, Final Fantasy X is so cool. And I'm like, well, I mean, I know Mickey's in the game, but like just <laughs> go play some of the gameplay, man. It's a, and I don't like turn-based combat. So I wasn't trying to do that boring sort of like, let's just sit here. And I'm like, wait, it's free falling slashing combat. That makes it like a bit more enjoyable. Yeah, uh, I think Final
3: Fantasy funny. got better because of that now because they've they've adopted some of that. Yeah,
1: I, I wasn't a big Final Fantasy guy Me like, either. You know, what I mean, I was just kind of like, oh, all right, this is, I, I'm not, I'm not into this gameplay at all. Um, but I will say, like, I kind of fell into Kingdom Hearts on accident. Like, my little brother had it, and I was over at his spot, and he was playing it and i was just kind of ignoring it for a little bit and he was so frustrated he was like yo can you really help me you know on some big brothers so i'm like yeah all right let's just figure it out and then before i know it like i'm knee deep in this shit, like <laughs> trying to figure out what a fucking coconut is so we can like go into the next you know you know or just like rage quitting all together and then playing halo for like you know two hours and then just trying to go back to the storyline so for
0: I was actually just going to say, what were some of the other sort of definitive games that sort of come to mind for you in that time period, be it, you know, story driven, where maybe a a narrative spoke to you or something like Halo, where it was more of like a sentimental social memory for you?
1: Yeah, Halo for me was like, was definitely like one of those. I would say Halo 1, maybe even 2. Land -hmm. parties? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah back in the day the old the old days before the inner before xbox live yeah, yeah you know
3: it
1: wasn't that you know he I mean? was like all right cool you know by three i was just like all right, i don't straight um i think uh, before before then like my early og days were like were like uh I-, I was team sega and so like streets of rage was like everything to me a street fighter was always everything to me um mm-hmm. <sighs> my gosh, and then I got the PlayStation, and so like I became like the Bandicoot dude, and then <laughs> I wrote, I became the Spiral guy. Then you know, all the Mortal combats of course, you know, of, it did, course. of course, and even though by the time a lot of the Budokais as well, say it again, the Budokais, the Dragon Ball Z games, yes, oh my gosh, man, Budokai changed everything. It just like <laughs> it was like ah, like. Everything is, is different now, you know? Yo, like. seriously. It
0: was like the first experience of like always watching on TV. And I remember like saving up because it was on PS2. And I was like, I'm gonna get fifty bucks and I'll bring this home. And I just <laughs> remember playing it being like, yo, I get to play with Goku at Gohan. Yeah. And Super Saiyan. It, it it it's funny. It, it, it's and it's also interesting how much like as as Reg was saying, anime and gaming sort of fold into hip hop as well. Do you see a reason for that? Do you think uh there's a reason that uh anime and gaming in particular certain types speak to hip-hop fans or do you just think it's just a universal thing
1: um if i had to guess i would say the legend of it you know i think like the the element of legend is just like synonymous with like hip-hop and anime Mm -hmm. think about anime you get your like protagonist and then you get your main character and it's like all right well what's this person's plight what are they up against what are they going against what are they trying to achieve and are they going to get there and that's hip-hop
0: <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like, you yeah. know, do you think it's <laughs> you know what i mean everybody's it's story- like an evolution of the kung fu that brought like the wu era right and it sort of evolved into anime because they're not really making that level of kung fu types of movies anymore in the 90s you had sort of the jackie chan uh jet we days and then those sort of went out
1: yeah and then also you know hip-hop is is still rooted in consciousness so like yeah when you think back to those days like like funny enough i was just watching into the dragon yesterday and oh like, nice i haven't yeah, seen that in a long time yeah bro like i i hadn't seen it like, where's that streaming right now uh netflix okay yeah. all right really cool, cool, trying cool. Speak, like, they're trying to they're trying to come with it you know yeah <laughs> but um i was watching into the dragon not too long ago and it's like um you know the lessons that are are turned that are taught intermediately you know they, they apply to like what what you know hip-hop is all about and I think like subconsciously, you know, anime does that too. So mm-hmm. you know, like hip like hop artists are always trying to like learn lessons or understand things for themselves because they're trying to create something for themselves and they're trying to achieve something for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's like the anime in life, period. Yeah. Every, every main character, you know, is trying to do something, overcome something and, and it all like leads to self-realization of who they are. The underdog story leads to realization.
0: Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. That's a great
2: answer. I awesome to hear. here. Yeah, a um, within- question. I have a question actually. Do you use gaming as a release from making music, or do you use it as part of your creative process in making music?
1: Release for sure. As
2: it's a release, like,
1: yeah, it's really release. It's like, all right, man. Like, I need, I need mm. to detach. Yeah, it's also synonymous because you know, detaching kind of allows me to to take myself off of something and then get back to it. So it may mm-hmm. be there, but I would say okay. I'll makes Definitely. sense. Makes sense.
0: And then actually sort of like now as that as a release process, uh, sort of into your own music making process, maybe not with games, but with music itself. Right. So if you're making a lot of music, you'll pause and you'll play some games to get out of it for music. Do you find yourself listening to artists or other artists more or less as you get further into your creative process?
1: Um, I think more. What? Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I, I like to stay. I like to stay on top. I like to stay. Mm-hmm. I like to know what's going on. Like, I don't. I want, I, and I like to stay a fan because that's why I did music in the first place. Was because I was such a fan of it. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like, if I lose the the element of being a fan, I'm probably gonna lose my excitement for music. Um, mm-hmm. I also love the humility of like liking other people's shit. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent the space of being like yo you're nice but you know i didn't give point you know and i like to broaden my horizons and make sure that i'm not just like sticking to what i know i like mm-hmm. i'm very elusive so i try to i try to put myself in a space to listen more and more than ever for sure mm-hmm.
0: Are there uh, any artists, uh, say two, three, that come to mind that, which I've, I've read this answer in the past, someone's like, hey, who do you want to work with? And you're like, whoever crosses my path. Uh, if you had to say, I, if you had to call out two, three people and you're like, you know, you I really want to work with, you I really want to work with, um, yeah. just based on being a fan, even, right? To be part of their process, whatever it is, who would come to mind for you?
1: Um, definitely Drake, 100 mm-hmm. I, I just really respect, um, I really respect his skill to make, great music regardless um and to have the type of run that he has i've never seen it before so i would love to just be amongst that process um and then chris martin i, I just i'm i'm just a big chris martin fan like i love Coldplay to like my heart and soul so mm-hmm. like i would want to just be in that room and just see if there's something we could do even if i could just help with lyrics you know yeah. like I, I could songwrite, whatever. Any way I could be of assistance, even if I could just get the water and just kind of be amongst them <laughs> That would be really tight, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Chris Martin, if you're listening. Yeah. Or
0: Drake, or Drake, if you listen. Yeah. Drake. Um, yeah. Drake's probably a float of everything. He's probably got his Drake.
2: I, Drake knows everything. Drake sees everything. Drake got Drake got people listening everywhere all the time. I've heard about this from multiple people.
0: <laughs> so now we're, we're moving some more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. more further questions of uh, uh wishes if you uh if you could take this is one of my personal favorite questions we do if you could take one cartoon book animated series etc and have it
1: adapted into
0: a video game
3: which would it be
1: uh ed, ed and eddie and i <laughs> wanted to definitely be adapted into a video game that I was think- quick
3: that's yeah, quick right. you thought about this yes.
1: <laughs> like Ed, Ed and eddie in general like well if they took the art of like what it was all about which was like mm-hmm. yo we're gonna get in here we're gonna scam and get what we gotta get cracking <laughs> so like, true the bigger like the more successful you are the bigger the stakes the higher the scam mm-hmm. yeah i'd be on that forever like you create your own crew like you have your own stock you know what I mean? Like, if your scam goes good, like, you're, you're <laughs> in the neighborhood. If it's not, you're out of here. Like, oh, yeah, oh, I you know, oh. need to make a scam simulator.
0: I'm saying, guys.
1: Yeah. I'm <laughs> Like, why all of these other games?
0: Like, why well, don't want to see Sims for this? Like, oh, you want to do train building Sim? I'm like, I don't know. What about this? Bars.
1: You know what I mean? Nope. Trap Sims. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: just... um, and then. You know, uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll want to talk about now. You know, I guess favorite albums would be one of sort of circling around because usually people ask who are the musicians that sort of inspired you. But I saw in yours, you said Nas, Jay Z, but you said Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. That was one that stood out to me. I love Lupe and I think he's very underrated. I think he's sort of overlooked as a sort of bridge between early 2000s rap and the sort of conscious rap that boomed with the Kendrick and J. Cole era, uh, what, of, what of the albums? So, so if you had to go through a larger album palette, because you can't say, Hey, only rap, no, not only rap. If you had to say, these are my, my three, four albums that sort of help define th- my direction creatively, it's not going to, you know, always incorporate what you're about, but be like, you know, these three, four can ping you in directions that sort of make up who Sylvan look you could be musically.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I'm definitely gonna go with Kanye West's Late Registration.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I always reference that album. Bar like when I'm when I'm cleaning my palette, I'm like, "Yo, let's put it on." It's just a perfect album to me, start to finish. It's just Late is the best. One of my favorite Kanye songs yes of all time like of all time. <sighs> um yeah like uh, yeah late registration yeah. Sure. um a recent album that's really like tugged my heart uh has been a seat at the table by solange Ooh. oh no sorry not a seat at the table um when i get home
2: mm.
1: yeah it's okay. like i i just love how linear it is i love how definitive it is of herself it's just like yo i'm not here to explain anything i'm just here to really express and you catch on to what you want to catch on to mm-hmm. um, and that's it's really been like a like yo i really love this album right now like this is this is really making its way into my my top 10 hmm. it's ridiculous um that's an inspirational mindset yeah i'm still baffled by how how quickly it's made it and i have a pretty rigid top 10 album. So. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm just, I, you know, it is what it is. But I yeah. mean,
0: it, it, and, and if you had to take choose one non R&B or rap album that would fall in there, where, which one would it be?
1: Uh, probably red hot chili peppers, Californication, Interesting. Just, man, just like, wow. Like talk about, it wasn't like they ever fell off. You know what i mean but it was just like yo what like they had like i think solid five six albums before that album mm-hmm. and that album became like such a staple it was just like ah breath of fresh air like now you have a whole new you have a whole another 10 years
3: mm-hmm.
1: at like, hot chili peppers and man like i wish i was like 21 and like doing drugs around that <laughs> Real, like I'm just like yeah. we were. We were in high school because we're, we're the same
0: age. So I, I think about the same exact time period where I'm like, yo, right now, chilli pepper. And then I think about your music taste. So I was like, you're definitely sneaking Blink 182 and some 41 cuts into your your playlist. Yeah, a
1: couple, couple cuts. You
0: know, a couple cuts. Here. <laughs> As I say, it's that time period, if you got Californication on there, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. The oh, occasional Fallout Boy. You're like, up oh, windows up.
1: I'm gonna put this up a little bit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. The whole like FS is like, you know what I'm saying. It's it's that, that, that time period, that, right? Where. Time- for sure yeah B.O.B. doesn't get enough credit in that space either he does not he um Bob was just like man I, I get it man he's a music guy so it's just like i, I don't think people were ready for how musical he was he but yeah. he's he's a music guy man and like you don't find too many artists like that he was really and your
0: young sylvan had the elements of, of where you did the vocal range and where you sort of started playing with uh different cadence deliveries uh, in more rest manners. And I thought that was a, a good fusion of of something new and a, a, more, a, a more confident delivery, right? It felt like you found a voice on the last one because you sort of purged out those sort of fears of what you were doing and mm-hmm. sort of like the salon version, now you can sort of deliver what you want. Yeah. Now that you have, I say this is a part one, I figure you have more parts uh,
1: set up. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think we got about, we got a couple more parts. Then we got like three, all together and so like it's all supposed to form into like one album you know what i mean but Mm -hmm, i want
3: mm
1: -hmm. everybody like four listening experiences just to kind of you know see see different perspectives from each part you know yeah for part one uh what
0: is the sort of message you're trying to say like what is the 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 main uh idea you're giving to the listener or is it sort of, hey, here's sort of what it is right now and let me know what you find out about it?
1: It's kind of like the like the sampler. It's like if like if you're a drug dealer, like you're new on a block and you don't really have any weight, you know, you go out there and you give out what you need and you're like, yo, we got this new shit. Let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, also the start of the story. So like, yeah. it's really kind of like the flagpole, like, hi guys, see where you at. You know what I mean? Um, But it's definitely like, it's, it's, it's very much like, yo, who is, who's that guy? That's kind of the the feeling I want to, to get across. And then, you know, the story will start to really unfold on, like, the second one. Like, it'll be, like, way more poignant. And, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what, this is what, the, this is the meat and potatoes of what we're getting into. You know, the first mm-hmm. one is, like, aggressive, fun, visceral, like, intense. Second one gives you more context. Third one's going to really, like, close it out, like.
0: Yeah. that's awesome yeah. that's awesome
1: and yeah. and it's it's great to see
0: you focusing on, on telling those sort of narratives which i i know even in music now people like to release the the, the sort of sample cuts to, to sh- uh share what they're about but they rarely put it within a narrative frame to understand an artist and i think that's something that's far more artistic as a whole rather than just saying hey i, I just rap it's it's uh it's a large thing so it's really cool and i, I thought it was a great project
1: Thank you, man. All my favorite artists, you know, they tell, they tell these beautiful, elaborate stories. And, you know, I'm, I I really gravitate to great storytelling. Um, And I think it's fun. I just think it's fun to be dive into a world. You press play and you're like, oh, I'm somewhere else.
2: You know who's a great storyteller that people don't talk enough about? Fabulous. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. (laughs) Fab is somebody who I've always, I mean, Fab is like a, I think it's because of a New Yorker, but he's like always just been a top rapper to me. Like, he's just like, he like embodies swag basically like he's always sort of embodied <laughs> swag like when i think of like just just dripping in swag is fab and there are a lot of tracks where he's done some like great storytelling and people don't give him credit for that
1: i think brooklyn in general is like yeah. brooklyn yeah. just is that bug you know what i mean like fab yeah. is a great storyteller biggie's a great storyteller jay's a great storyteller of course they just kind of there's something over there in that water that's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, descriptive. Fab is definitely you like could a say same about Florida water though. In Florida, I musicians. was just gonna
3: say it's making its way down.
1: Yo, oh my goodness, man, yeah, Florida. It, is, there's a lot of talent there. Florida, Florida yeah. is Florida's swimming, man. There's there's so much out here. I'm
3: I'm so proud of like everyone just expressing themselves unapologetically um and i I love the sounds that you guys are coming out with it's so so varied and different and even you are so different from a lot of the main florida guys but it's just so diverse like i've been watching the florida scene for a while and it's just really doing amazing things
1: yeah man i i love it i think um especially from like the melting pot of the caribbean so we're just influenced by so many different aspects and I just love everybody's interpretation and expression. It's, it's been really beautiful to see the past 10 years specifically. Yeah, and
0: then now I guess we're, we're going to uh, sort of wrap this up. I you know you got uh, places to be. And so I don't want to be taking too much of your time uh, moving forward. Say 2021. What's that looking like for Sylvan you? What do you got? What do you got on board? What are you hoping for? Did the pandemic change any plans that you're got backlogged a year that you're trying to hope to get off now? What, what are you looking forward
1: to? Just looking to thrive, man. You know, more than anything, I'm just looking to thrive. Uh, that's probably like the best way I can encompass my ambitions is like, or like my intentions is just wanting to thrive. Thrive as mm-hmm. much as possible and just enjoy the ride. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh,
0: I think you guys set up. It's got a great project to start off the new year. Um, music is hitting, man. The music is hitting. Very much so. Very much looking forward to you starting to get the credit you deserve. I know it's been a journey. Um but you know, that's someone who stayed independent here as well. I, I very much salute you and it, you know, we're gonna be here, we'll be fans, we'll be waiting for the next projects to drop as well.
1: Man, so I appreciate that a lot. I really do. I receive that. Thank you, man. Of course, yeah, man. thanks
0: again for coming on. Um and good luck and we'll we'll be back. Yes, absolutely. All right. All uh, right, peace, Sylvan. And uh, what, what are your socials, if, if you if you want to just
1: drop them for everybody here? Absolutely. Uh, so Twitter, Instagram, um, first and last name, Sylvan Lequeux, S-Y-L-V-A-N, last name, L-A-C-U-E, uh, YouTube, same, all across the board, the same. Nice. I think I just got a TikTok account. I got to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know we
0: i gave up before Snapchat, so I'm, <laughs> no, I'm i'm we're dated
1: yeah no nah, i'm 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 very hesitant i'm very much like <sighs> man Sorry.
2: that's a, a tick tock <laughs> is a hit factory man a hit man, factory you know, TikTok they always,
1: is a... they always find a venue man but there's ringtones or you know what i mean they gonna
2: tick uh, tock is a hit it's factory uh-huh.
1: so, and then the project will be streaming on everything everything 100 title uh spotify apple music these the whole thing nice oh. nice wherever nice. you listen to
0: music go listen to the project um because 2021 sylvan's here so yeah man i got oh. the
1: radar they'll be here for you yeah, yeah, man. thank
2: right. you for, thank you for coming on bro
1: of course yeah man. thank you we I mean, appreciate you guys for real all right man that, that, that was super dope thank-